Hello, shalom, salam, and hello. Welcome to the Hot Jewish Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, aka Hot Jewish Energy on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in a very long time, but I am very excited to be here today. Today is a beautiful Sunday. You guys are probably watching this in like August or September, but today, oh, those are my geeses. If you hear that, that is my geeses and our livestock. We have a bunch of animals and it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so today is Sunday. It's April. Passover just ended a few days ago. Today's Sunday. Yeah. And it ended Thursday night. And I went out for a really, really nice dinner. I went out with my mom. I went out with my aunt. We went to this really nice Italian restaurant by my house. And I could not tell you how much I was craving bread. We got a pizza. We usually never get pizza. But it was just... It was on another spiritual level because I have never wanted bread that much. You kind of, I, I mean, I take that back. I definitely have seen myself dwindle away from the desire of bread during Passover because honestly, the, the food industry has made it so easy to be kosher for Passover because they have everything available now. They have, I mean, they've always had yogurt, but they even have soft matzah, which I didn't know has existed for so many years. And it's actually like ingrained. I forget which culture. It may be Yemenite culture. I, I cannot remember for the life of me. If you guys want to correct me, go ahead. But they've been using that for hundreds of hundreds of years. And now the U.S. girlies are getting onto that. And it's basically like... <laughs> I, I shouldn't say cheating the system, but it kind of feels that way. They're charging like $60 for a piece of bread, which is absolutely bonkers. And I just, I don't get it. But what are my plans today? Well, you guys are going to hear from two coach girls, Jory and Abby. They're coming on today, which is really, really cool. I've been following them for a while and I'm very excited to talk with them because these are gonna be i mean at the time of recording i don't know when this is gonna come out i don't know what the order of the episodes are gonna be but they are really my first guests which is absolutely insane to think about because i never thought i'd be doing this i never thought i'd be interviewing people i was thinking okay maybe i'll be interviewed but i never thought i'd be interviewing people which is really really cool but uh yeah they're gonna be on in a sec and i have a date later today my first date in like six months it's gonna be about 30 minutes outside of where i am right now i'm currently in new york and i am nervous excited because we've been talking for about let's say three weeks i'm not gonna say a month because it was kind of on and off for like the first week or two but let's say two to three weeks we've been talking and that's what's happening later today after this recording and after this episode i'm going out on a date so I'll let you guys know how that goes. Uh, I got to bring Abby and Jory in. So uh, stay tuned. They're going to be on in a sec after this short, short break. This is the Hot Jewish Podcast. Hello, welcome back. I'm here with Say Your Names. It's Abby. And it's Jory. And we're two coach girls. <laughs> First guests, yay. Yay! <laughs> we were just talking about this. They were like, wait, have you done this before? And I said, no, <laughs> you guys are the firsts, but. Aw. Yeah. Thank I, you. You're so organized. Yeah, we're, we're, we're super impressed. And we're so happy to be here. I owe that to a very friendly follower who literally sent me a paragraph of stuff saying, this is what you got to do, alter it to how you do it. So to that person, I couldn't have done it without you, but all right. Uh, you guys are currently in New York. Yeah, we're both in New York on the Upper West Side. It's the best place to be. Yes, <laughs> all the Jewish boys, nice Jewish boys, nice Jewish girls. <laughs> I was just there last night. I went for a friend's birthday. We went to an escape room, and then we went for Cuban food in Columbus Circle, which was 
really, really fun. You guys should go. It's called Guantanamera, and they have live music. Fun. Okay. Really, really fun. I don't know how, how you guys are with, I mean, hence kosher, that's your name, but yeah. that's actually one of my questions. So I'll get into that later, but uh, the food was really good. The music was really good. I loved it. You guys should go. Uh, was there dancing and everything? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love Oh that. my gosh. We were also out dancing last night. We were celebrating my birthday. You're, yeah. Oh yeah, you're... It's funny, funny because it's funny because one of the episodes that I watched was right before your birthday, which and I remember I was like, "Oh my gosh, her birthday!" Yay! Oh, yeah, happy birthday! Scheduled this for a good time. Thanks, thanks. How many years <laughs> younger are you? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Not yes. bad. Yeah. yeah Age yeah. is just a number. It girl. is just a number. I still feel it like is. in my head. I feel like I'm twenty-one, and I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm 28 and I, all my friends are like 25, 26. Now you're 27 and I consider myself 25. So <laughs> that it's weird because when I was, I mean, I'm 23 now. I just turned 23 and I, all my friends are older. Some of, I, I take that back. Some of my friends are older. Like I have friends that are 28, 29 and I vibe with them way more than I do with my friends that are my own age. Maybe you're a wise soul, very mature for your age. I don't know. Um, we're just getting to know you. So No, I, I know. I <laughs> honestly, a lot of lessons that I've had to learn and uh, some unfortunate, but at the end of the day, it just, it made me, a, like you said, a wiser person. So yeah. I'm Always sure you guys. Growth. Everything's sure, an experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm sure yeah. you guys can relate to that too. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. We're getting old but gold together. Old but gold. Yes. Sparkling. You guys are so sweet. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to start off with you, Abby, because I'm going to keep it methodical. I didn't think yeah, I would use that word let's today. Let's do it. So you are from both New York and Israel. Yeah. I spent, I think at this point, like 10 years of my life, um, First growing up in Israel and Renana in middle school and then moving back here. I bounced back and forth a lot. My dad's American. My mom's Israeli. So a lot of bouncing back and forth. And I spent the past five years there after college. And I just came back here. I miss my family. Um, the money is a little better here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just trying out New York for the time being. Um, but I'm always going to be American-Israeli. That's – yeah, that's who I am. I love that. I, I always – when I see someone taking pride in their Israeli roots and their heritage, I think it just means so much more now than it ever did before, especially with all the unrest that's happening. And that's just very, very admirable because a lot of people would be afraid. And I know a lot of people who are afraid to share that part of themselves. And that's really, really great that you're able to do that. Yeah, that's how I grew up. <laughs> so she doesn't know but- anything else. <laughs> So going based off of that, do you feel that you're more connected with your Israeli roots than you are with your American since you lived in both places, since your mom is Israeli Sephardi, or do you feel that it's a healthy mix? Um, I think it's a healthy mix because, you know, when I'm here in America, my friends are like, oh, you're so Israeli, your Hebrew's so good. But when I'm in Israel, like I have a little bit of an accent, like I speak fluent Hebrew, but people can tell that I'm not, you know, fully Israeli. Um, sometimes I make it 10 minutes into a conversation and they don't realize and it's amazing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like my accent has gotten so good. Usually people think um, I'm French. Yeah. Which, oh, uh, yeah, that. that's something I get. Um, and also there's a lot of French people in Renana. So it kind of makes sense with like the narrative mm-hmm. of my life. Um, but yeah, I think it's more of a healthy mix. Like I don't identify with one more than the other. Yeah. And like I've spent now like three, like half my life there, half my life here. So it's really, yeah, it's a good mix. So Renana, for my geographical mind, where is that near in Israel? Because my geography is bad. Oh, okay. It's, it's, uh, like a half hour car ride from Tel Aviv. So it's in the center and everything. A lot of, um, have you, have you been to Israel? Twice. I'm actually okay. going in June for my birthright trip. So oh, you get to go on birthright. That's something I missed out on as someone that grew up there. So I couldn't go yeah. on birthright. Did you go on birthright? No, oh, yeah. I didn't either. We'll talk about it. No, okay. Yeah, I, I'm going to be there for the 10 days and then my family's going to meet up with me there and then I'm going to do 10 more days. So I'll be there for three weeks. Oh, oh my God. That's like 
the amazing amount of time. Good for I you. Was, I was good. so excited. Yeah. I'm excited to meet new people because COVID, I missed out on that with college. I met some people, but it's not the same. Yeah, I got to say, I'm so happy I graduated before COVID. Like, mm-hmm. that was so sad <laughs> for you guys. Yeah, was I was sad. like, well, that was not me. I graduated in my living room and then I got my graduation a year and a half later. So, Aww. so I mentioned before about all the unrest that's been happening in Israel recently and in, frankly, in the last two to three years. So, since you have that lens of being both American and Israeli, and it's both very melded equally for you, Abby. How how do you feel about everything that's happening, if you're comfortable talking about that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think also just growing up there, it's just always been like a hot mess situation. And at this point, I mean, this sounds very... I want to be optimistic about the situation, Um But I just feel like this has been going on for so long that I'm not even sure we're going to see peace in our lifetime. (laughs) So those are my thoughts on that. I just I just feel like we keep going in circles and nothing's being done. Um, And like that's what me and my friends always say, like, we just don't know how this is going to how anything is going to progress because there's been so many peace talks and it's not going anywhere. And neither side, like, you know, they're. It's, I don't know. I don't know how we're going to meet in the middle. I really don't know. I think you're just being a realist. Yeah, I About, am. like, the yeah. situation. Like, I remember when we were recording the podcast, you were, like, we were, like, organizing for the episode the night before, and you were, like, in a bomb shelter. Like, and then the next day, we, were like, had an app. We were, like, recording. It yeah. just, like, it was just so normal to you. And I was, like, this is so weird. And, like, mm-hmm. what? Are you okay? Like, freaking out. And you're, like, no. Like, it's fine <laughs> with my grandparents. Like, no, that was actually my first time um, experiencing the sirens and everything. And also, it doesn't really happen a lot in Tel Aviv. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know. Just, like, life goes on. And, you know, that's what people say about Israelis. Just, like, life goes on. Tragedy happens all the time. And then life, life keeps going. Yeah. And it's just, it's very, it's a very sad situation. Because there could be so much resolved but there are just so much so many people that are doing this for their own benefit which is really sad because a lot of most israelis most palestinians they don't want this nobody does they just want to yeah we both hold significance in that land why can't we just do it together why can't we just live there yeah but so in an ideal world but unfortunately it is not an ideal world yeah that's that's my downfall i try being optimistic but no, you should be. No, you should be optimistic. <laughs> no, but you saying <laughs> that, you saying that really, I hope it, I hope for everyone who's listening or watching, it does put things into perspective because we can be optimistic. I try being as optimistic as I can be, but like Abby said, we have to be realistic. And I think that's really important. Yeah, we can always hope for better, but yeah. In, yeah. Definitely. So on to something a little lighter. That was a little depressing. <laughs> so No, I made it depressing. These are my questions. It's a uh, sad topic. It's a sad topic regardless. Yeah, but on LT- LGBTQ plus rights, Israel, pride. Yes, wait, I'm so excited. I hope you have the best time in Tel Aviv when you go. You have to. I'm pissed though because I'm not going to be there for pride because they do it at the beginning of June. There'll still be things going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tel Aviv's, it's there. You're it's gonna there. love it. <laughs> oh my Good gosh! Time. And everyone's everyone's so gorgeous there. Like for real. I'm not just saying that. Like so oh, hot. when I go to the beach, I'm like, wow, these guys are probably all gay. But it's a I nice know it's view. so unfortunate. <laughs> it's like I'm like, come on. <laughs> but yeah. Oh my. Oh, I love Tel Aviv. Uh, that's how I feel with straight men. There are so many really good-looking straight men. Really. And, uh, Really? I don't know where they're at. I feel it. Like we both, yeah, we both get, yeah. Or all the good men, all the good gay men are taken, which is really sad. I mean, same. Our pool, our our pool is so small. Like Jews, but then like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So even lighter now. When you sent me the um your bio, you mentioned Datia Light. That sounds like a yogurt. What is that? <laughs> that sounds like a yogurt. Um, so I didn't hear about it either till I was in till I was in the army in Israel, and people would tell me like, 
I still identify as, as Datiya, like religious, but you know, like I keep Shabbat, I keep kosher, but like, you know, because I was going out and like wearing pants, sometimes like like with secular people in Israel, it's very black and white and they were very confused by me. So they were like, oh, like Abigail, you're not Datiya, you're Datiya light. And then I just, I just kind of liked it and went with it. Like that I'm kind of, I am modern Orthodox, but I'm also like, more flexible and like more spiritual, I guess. And so I don't know, they just kind of labeled me and I like the label. So now that's what I just tell people. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm Datiya Light. So like in Israel, that's like something that people it's like, know about. I feel like it's chill, modern Orthodox. Yes. on the, In like English. Yeah. On the more Orthodox. modern side of modern Orthodox, if that makes sense. Because it's such a big spectrum of like where you can fall in modern Orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's a yogurt, I guess. <laughs> it, when you sent it to me, I was like, "Wait, what is that? That, that sounds kind of cool." Yeah. <laughs> um, stop assuming that people know what that is because I didn't hear about it before I moved. You may, there. you may make, you may coin it. Oh, can coin you make that. T-shirts from this episode? <gasps> Wait, I kind of love that. Girls, hot you should do it. We were gonna do the T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but hot Jewish energy to Coach Girls merch collab that would. Yeah. And proceeds go to World Jewish Congress. Jewish oh, on campus. That. Okay. That would mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Yeah. You're, okay. you're spearheading I, it. You're the more organized one, so you're gonna spearhead this one. But so if you're true. confused as to where you stand, maybe that's who you are. Or we don't need labels. And this is actually my last question for you, but you're you're probably gonna chime in way more specifically for you, Abby, but you're obviously gonna chime in way more later on. But um this is actually a very, very lighthearted question. So you mentioned that your influences are Nicki Minaj and 2000s rom-coms. Yes. How, Correct. How have those two very polar opposite <laughs> ideologies. polar opposites. When I think of because 2000s rom-coms, woman, I don't it's... think Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I don't think it either. I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm a multifaceted person. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I guess I'll start with Nicki Minaj. This is when I moved back from Israel after middle school and I was starting. I went from an all-girls Jewish school in Israel to going to public school um, in New York. And I just like, I was just so like shy and I didn't know what to expect. Um, and then I heard Nicki Minaj on the radio. She had a verse in, like this is the first time I heard her, in Bottoms Up, you know. Um, who's the rapper, that uh, the singer that is it? Trace, is it? Trey songs. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, who is this? And like, it's, it's just crazy. Like I started listening to her music and she made me just feel so much more confident about everything as a 14 year old. And even now, like, I really think like when I heard my birthday last night, like they knew to make the whole playlist Nicki Minaj, cause it just brings out the confidence in me. Um, I don't know. And, and also like, she's also like only, I think like five, one or five, two, which is crazy because she cares herself. So like, like people are always surprised when I say that, like, I don't know. I looked up her height. Um, <laughs> super fan. Um, so super yeah. base. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Yeah. But I am a super fan. Um, yeah. So that's Nicki Minaj. I also, I also thought during COVID, um, did you see her tweet about, um, about like why she didn't get the vaccine? I didn't see the specific oh, reason, but I remember. so funny. Well, like, like I got the vaccine, whatever, but We're definitely vaccine people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just For to sure. clarify, I'm not saying that that was like, I'm happy she was speaking her mind and everything, but they didn't let her come to the Met because she didn't get vaccinated. And then she was like, my cousin's, um, my cousin's friend in Trinidad took the vaccine and now his, and his balls are swollen. And like, that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't like at this crazy, but like, I just thought it was so iconic. Was she posted on Twitter like she doesn't care. Like, so specific. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think she's hilarious and like and also, but like mostly like I love her music. Yeah, it's mostly like, the music I connect to. Is it because like I don't know her personally, but I thought that was hilarious. Um, and then early two thousands rom coms. Um, I. I think I like that um, an example, one of my good friends like is obsessed with Legally Blonde and like it's also something that she watches and makes her feel confident that you can you can be really girly and like feminine and still make an impact. You know, you don't have to like be one of the boys to do that. And that's yeah, something I also noticed like career wise and everything. Um, and then also just like I, I love the idea of love and I grew up on all these rom-coms and um, maybe it made me a little delusional, but also made me have, have hope. Like I know it's a movie, but I don't know, like. I just love them. 
Yeah. That's my mentality too. I love a good rom-com. I think yeah. one of my one of my favorites, it's not really a rom-com, but it's just so funny. It, white chicks. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. It's more of a, a comedy. <laughs> it's more of a comedy. There's some romance in it at the end. But there is some romance. <laughs> that, I have to say, if anyone tried canceling that movie, I would fight them till the very end. I don't care if I get canceled. I will fight for that movie. The Waynes brothers are next level. I just... So funny. Mm-hmm. It always I, hits. It's always hits. It's always funny. Oh, it, yeah. It's a good one. Like for some sure. of the jokes, I don't know if they would pass now, but you know what? Let's enjoy it for the time of when it came out and for what it was. Yeah. I agree with a lot of the things like in the 2000, 1990s and things like mm-hmm. that. Like that was the time period. Yes, it's, it's not a product of its generation and it was great. Okay. That's, that's it for my questions for Abby. Jory, Ooh. it's your Yay. turn now. Yay. <laughs> so excited how was it like growing up in cleveland as a conservative jew yeah for sure so i'm from cleveland ohio nice jewish population um i'm from beachwood it's kind of like a great neck or a t-neck type vibe if you're in the tri-state area there are so many jews so many shuls conservative reconstructionist reform orthodox um everything so I would say, I don't know, my mom was really strict in keeping a kosher household. I went to Jewish day school until eighth grade. Um, so I have like a little bit of Hebrew uh, and like an understanding of mostly everything, mm-hmm. borderline. But um, and then I went to a public high school where um, I think you also did too. Uh, and so it's it was like 80% Jewish my high school because I'm in such a Jewish neighborhood, like like mm-hmm. Teaneck, for example. So we had all the Jewish holidays off, which was not a big deal. Like it was so easy for me. And like I don't think they had kosher in school, but they had like Hebrew classes in like in my public school. Um yeah. <laughs> as like as like a class you can take or as an elective. Yeah, or as an no, as a, as a language. Yeah. We also had that in Great Neck Public School. I think it just depends on the Jewish population. I'm more out. I mean, I'm not going to give my specific city for like safety reasons because I still live in this area, but I'm like 30 minutes out. I'll tell you where I am after. But in my area, it's mainly Reformed Jews. We did not have Hebrew as a language. I'm jealous. Oh, wow. Yeah, I took Hebrew in high school. Actually, I took Spanish for the first two years, and I was like, ah, I know Spanish, blah, blah, blah. Like, I wasn't getting anywhere. I'm like, I know my Hebrew. Let me just, like, finish it up. So then for the last two years, I took Hebrew, and it was great, and I loved it. And we, like, did the holidays and everything. It was, like, one class, I don't know, social studies with, like, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously everyone. And then Hebrew was, like, everyone was Jewish, and it was, like, a very safe space within the public school. Um Actually, there's also non-Jews who took Hebrew, which was even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> there's a non-Jews, honestly, education. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I grew up kind of doing Shabbos. We would always have a Shabbos dinner, but then I would like go out to the football games or go out with friends Friday night um, and Saturday. I would just like do whatever because it's mm-hmm. my life now is so different than it was when I was in high school, but. I managed it. I don't know. And I loved it. It was a great upbringing. Cleveland and Beachwood, they're the best. Um, you have to visit. <laughs> I have never been to Ohio ever. I've, I. It's a great place. People are like, yeah. they should they sit on it, whatever, whatever. It's a great place. You've been. I, I went to visit Jory, actually, and I believe every state has something to offer. <laughs> that a good a... Time. That's a good yeah. answer, Abby. <laughs> That is a very good statement. That is something that I will use now. Yeah. Uh, it's so interesting because when you wrote all of that out to me and you told me about everything, I, it's like almost a carbon copy of what I'm go- of what I how I was raised to. Okay. Conservative household. My mom tries and keeps as much kosher as we can. Like we we really only keep kosher with meat and. We go out, but we're pretty much pescatarian when we go out. We don't do shellfish or anything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. same thing. Um, And I went to Orthodox Yeshiva. I, yeah. Oh, wow. Like on your gap year? No, no, no. No, like I went up to eighth grade, yep. Wow, Uh, so mine wasn't like that. Mine was like a reform, like 
mm-hmm. conservative school. Wow. Yeah, m- m- because my mom, she went to, um, oh my gosh, where did she go? She went to, I don't, uh, Abby, you might know this school, Shevach uh, in Queens. Uh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like this like small all-girls yeshiva in Queens. She went there, that was Orthodox, after she came here as a refugee. And um, she, I guess, well, not I guess, she wanted me to get a Jewish education too, so she put me in Orthodox yeshiva. And I kid you not, the first one that I went to, they went bankrupt in the middle of the year and they threw me out. They threw everybody out. No, okay. I was like, just oh you. Oh, no, not, no, that's, it wasn't personal. You're like, we're bankrupt. Get out. Okay. <laughs> they, so right before Pesach, they were like, yeah, we can't keep you guys here anymore. You guys have to go find a new place. So I ended up going to, uh, you, you definitely know Hank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was a counselor at Camp Ruach and I went to Camp Ruach as a kid. Oh my God. Camp Ruach. Were you there? <laughs> I went Camp one Royal. year. And I spent the whole summer staring at my counselor because he was so hot. Oh, my God. That was, <laughs> that was before I knew. What? That was your experience. Very different than mine, I think. Oh, my God. And they would like take, they were like playing soccer, shirts off. I was like. <gasps> oh, my gosh. How old were you? <laughs> you were... <laughs> I think I was like 10 or 11. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. For, for everyone that's watching, you're going to get a whole dose of my sexual awakening in, in another episode of my whole experience. But yeah, long story short, my sexual awakening was in yeshiva. It was very, very interesting. Um, but I went to Hank from like fourth grade to like eighth grade. And then after that, I went to public school. And it was that same thing of that most people were Jewish, but they were most of them were reformed because in the area yeah. that I'm in, it's very very secular very like we only really celebrate the major holidays we don't keep kosher we end yom kippur at like 3 p.m like that type of thing yeah that's what i did too though like i, I like yeah i didn't realize I'm sorry i called you out no, no but like i didn't realize it ends at sundown i mean i did little like later on a little bit more but like in the beginning i felt like okay it's uh, dinner time. Like, you let's have a bagel. such a different reality. You have the easy way out. What the heck is this? We, it wasn't as strict as it yeah. is now for me because now I'm more mm-hmm. orthodox. But, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't get having bagels after the fast. I don't Why get... not? That's like the ideal. Oh, um... Bagel, cream cheese, and lox. We have, like, chai. Rose water. And... The, rose, the rose water and the apple. We don't do that. Okay. But we do. We have, that. like. We have tea, we have chai, and uh, my mom makes asali, which is the soft-boiled egg, and we kind of bang into it, and it's kind of, like, very watery. It's They usually like doing that That's because... Good. It sounds not it, good. It's really good. If you make okay. it right, it's really good. Yeah. I feel like I'd and, screw it up. What? I feel like I'd screw it up. It's... I mean, it is easy to screw up. You have to cook it for like two to three minutes. I got to get the recipe again from my mom. But um, she she says, yeah, you don't want to have anything hard after a fast because your throat is so constricted from the fast because you haven't had anything for like 12 hours. So you want to have stuff that's like warm, light. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very Middle Eastern thing because when I talk with other people who do have more of a like a traditional ashki break fast it's i i don't get it i mean it's delicious but i don't get it <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah we had like quiche, we had quiche warm mm-hmm. but like bagels and lox was like go to yeah my my excitement um i like pizza <laughs> pizza's always good i've done pizza pizza yeah i can stand by pizza um so very very random but on the subject of bagels, what is your go-to bagel orders? You go first. Um, in everything bagel with with eggs, with the scrambled okay. egg, yeah, and cheese. Yes, and cheese. Yes, so like, an, <laughs> like an English muffin, but on a bagel. Yes, like a ba- not bacon eggs, cheese, not bacon eggs. <laughs> Clearly it's kosher. Two kosh girls. Two kosh girls. Are you spreading room? I know. Egg and cheese. Egg and cheese. Egg and cheese. <laughs> we got the bacon. Oh my god! I hang out with my coworkers so much. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, me. I am a big blueberry bagel person. 
So those are my favorites. So either blueberry with butter or cream cheese. Obviously lox, lox and everything all day, everything big all day long. But Mm -hmm. if I had to do a special one. Yeah. What about you? Mine, I love getting a whole wheat everything bagel. Mm. I like doing it scooped and toasted. I love I love a good toasted bagel. And I either get scallion or jalapeno cream cheese. Jalapeno. Scallion's good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I add onion onto it. Mm-hmm. I don't do lox because it gets messy. I usually like having lox on the side. I like putting some lime on it. This is like my, kept, my family kept secret. We put Goya salad seasoning on the lox. Like the one in the yellow. Yeah. Okay. You got to try it. I'm going to try that. That sounds good. It is so good. My, I remember my dad, he used to, he's like, oh, do you want the magic powder on your locks? It was the cutest thing. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that made me nostalgic just now. I don't know. I want a bagel. Yeah. I need to get bagels. Girl, I, get bagels. I haven't eaten. Us not, uh, neither. You mentioned that you're more religious now. Yes. You're, you've become a little bit more religious on on the line of orthodox. So how did you find that transition from being a conservative Jew to an orthodox Jew? Was it tough, taxing? Did, did you have to find something that worked for you specifically? I was always like – so I have like a few orthodox cousins. And whenever mm-hmm. we hung out during like the holidays, I was just thought it was so cool that they were religious. And I thought being religious and orthodox was so cool. <laughs> And so I always had it in me that I wanted to do that. Like I just wanted to be observant. So after high school, I really wanted to go to Israel. So I did a gap year program called Young Judea Year Course. Um, and it have you heard of it? That was actually my next question. Perfect. That about talking about that. So um, continue. Yeah. So it was a conservative reform Zionistic program. And half the year I lived in Jerusalem, half the year I lived in like Bat Yam near Tel Aviv. Um, And a part of that program, I actually was in the Israeli Defense Force for a few months. And so I was like, because I thought I'm like really into fitness and like working out. And I was like, I think I love the army because I love structure. I love like being fit. So I was like, this is gonna be great. I did it. It was absolutely terrifying, horrible. I cried every single night home to my mom being like, I need to go home. I need to go home. This is terrible. I'm sleeping outside in like bunks. It's it's literally intense. It was in stable care in the South. Mm -hmm. It's not my thing at all. I'm not laughing at you suffering. I'm just laughing at the way you're describing it. I was like so excited and that was a big part of why I wanted to do the program was to try out the army yeah but no so so it's long story but it's gonna all come together so in the mornings on when I was on the bunks like at at, like the wherever the what is it called stable care yeah when I was there I could either Mm. in the morning daven and pray or I could clean the surrounding areas so the religious people prayed Essentially, that's what they said. So if you're religious, you go pray. I know it's so awkward because like people think that we're doing it to get out of like cleaning. But <laughs> And I was like, I acted like I was the religious person when I wasn't at all. I was like doing who knows what in Israel, totally whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, let me go, Davin, try, go to the Bay Knesset. So I did that for like you know, two, three months every morning. And I really loved it. And I was like, this is beautiful. Like I grew up, you know, when I, cause in school we had to pray in the mornings, you know, I grew up doing that. And I was like in Israel parting so hard and who knows what, like not really taking advantage of the country of, of, of what it is. And I mm-hmm. didn't like everyone keeps Shabbos or, or the country shuts down for Shabbos. So I was like, let me try to take advantage of that. And when I was on the army base, I was like, it was a Shabbos base. So you couldn't like, everyone had to keep Shabbos. So I mm-hmm. tried that and I really liked it. And I was like, let me just keep doing it. <laughs> let me just keep doing Shabbos and, and trying to feel more connected. Cause it was something I always wanted. And it was something I always felt like I, I needed in, in me. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's interesting. But after that, I was like, 
let me go to Yeshiva University with all girls to an Orthodox college with no boys. I was shocked out of my mind, but I'm like, mm-hmm. if I'm going to try to make that jump to when I come back to America after the year, I need to go to an all Jewish or all Orthodox or something like that school. And so I did that. And then we Here met we each are. other. <laughs> It's it's the how I met how I met you story. Yeah, all full circle. But long story short, or long story Mm. long story, that is my transition, and I'm like, love it, and so happy. I'm happy because my thing, what I try promoting, and not only my everyday life on the not only on the page, but in my everyday life, as long as you believe in something, that's that's all you have to do to be in my book, like to believe in something that you're proud of, something that you enjoy, something that you do because it cleanses your soul or something that just makes you feel the best in your own skin. So I love hearing that you found something that works for you and that makes you feel good. Thank you. And I I think Judaism, like it's such a community and Mm -hmm. I felt I'm like, whatever, it's like therapy session. I (laughs) felt that I needed for like a community of Mm -hmm. of people who who could support me and be there and believe in the same thing I felt. And I didn't feel that when maybe I was more conservative, for example, just personal. So like having Mm -hmm. that, I like it. And like, we all know, that's why we love being something that's built in for sure. Yeah. A sense of community. Yeah. I, I've kind of felt that more recently. I started going to my synagogue more. I don't go every week, but I try going when they have events or when it's a holiday or even a small holiday, just like little tiny things. And it's kind of the same thing that you went through that you started feeling more and more connected. You started feeling more and more at home. And I've been feeling that too, which yeah, I never thought I would, I never thought I would really feel that. But by you telling me that you have felt that and you've continued it and it's built higher and higher if anything that kind of gives me a sense of I I, I don't want to say hope but gives me a sense of that it is it's only going to get better from here yeah in a way oh perfect I agree like obviously we always have struggles like belief is not easy like Mm -hmm. we go back and forth all the time both of us like we struggle (laughs) we'll talk about kosher too but like (laughs) (laughs) struggle is real but to have that in you is is super special yeah yeah definitely it's like miley cyrus's song you know it's the climb (laughs) that That was that that analogy (laughs) that movie that movie i remember now you're now you're really getting into nostalgia i remember going to my local movie theater it was this rundown theater to see the hannah montana movie and i was the only boy in there and I was in the front row. I had to like look up like this to see the screen. And that is one of the best moments from my childhood. Yeah. So great. I love yeah. it. It was so good. High School Musical 3 in theaters and Hannah Montana in theaters was just perfect. High School, high school Musical 3 in theaters was just an out of body experience. I was a high school musical yes. kid. I remember waiting for two to come out. Like I was sitting by my TV with the countdown. Like yep. that was ha- mm-hmm. so good. Now, yeah. And then when Rand- she was voted, when mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus was voted to be in the end of High School Musical two, that was iconic. You guys remember, <laughs> oh, remember she was, that? Like, she's like seconds. dancing in the back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Hannah Montana. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, <laughs> it's time for the questions for the both of you. So this is where <laughs> this is where we get two coach girls, not just Abby or Jory, but the whole package deal coming together as one. Yes. Yay. So the name two coach girls. Where did it come from? Help me. I think we were. I've never actually seen two broke girls. But I just like the name, so it's kind of just a spinoff of Two Broke Girls because I liked how it sounded. Um, And, like, yeah, we just wanted to do something about, like, being modern orthodox in the city, you know, careers, dating, stuff like that. And it just sounds like a very relatable title. Some some people, some of my coworkers thought it was Two Kosh Girls, and I'm like, no, Kosh is in kosher. (laughs) If we also, if we go back a little bit, we were at a Shabbos meal where with this – 
with like we were thinking about starting a podcast. You were thinking about were you thinking about starting a podcast? Yeah. And I was like, I just want to like be on Instagram and like whatever, you know. <laughs> and like and I'm like love talking. I love meeting people. I love talking about Judaism. So I was like, let's do it together. We're at a mm-hmm. Shabbos meal and the, this guy was talking about Alex Cooper and like call her yes, daddy. Yeah, that's how mm-hmm. it came up. And he was so religious. And I was like, you listen to call her daddy. And this was at the time where I was like a little more X-rated than it is now. And we, I was like, huh. Then I feel like he would listen to a podcast maybe of like mm-hmm. Jewish girls talking. I don't know. Yeah. And so, and then we were just talking. It was literally just a Shabbos meal. We had a whole discussion about it. Um, and there was no structure. Like we were just like talking about it in theory. And then we're like, should we actually do it? Mm-hmm. I think Dory pushed, pushed to do it. I was like, I don't know. Like, You're yeah. more the creative within the brand. I'm much more of like the business oriented, things like that. Yeah, like stay, staying organized. I'm not good at that. Um, but you have <laughs> – you do everything on social media. That's yes, her job. I run the social media page. I commend you because, I mean, the business is really tough. Like now I'm starting to see the side of that too. Right. The, yeah. I tell you these emails, like <laughs> you guys were on it. You were like, hey, we just want to make sure the email is coming. And I'm like, girl, I got you. <laughs> like, it's I was just, just like, I'm excited. <laughs> no, I, and I appreciate you guys staying on it because some people, I tell you, I tell you, some people are just not organized or like, a day or two before they're like, oh, wait, I can't. I'm sorry. And it's just such a hassle trying to reschedule. But I I see how hard the business side is. And the social media side, it's not even the workload. It's the ideas keeping oh, it fresh. It's so tough. You have so to like carve out time. I took a break yeah. this weekend. I usually don't take – I think the longest break I took was like two weeks. But I've been like – on it on it and now i was like i even said it flat out i was like i'm taking a break you guys have a good weekend like it gets tiring it's exhausting i mean it's but it's also your brand so it's like you it's 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 you're an entrepreneur and you have to if you don't do it no one's gonna do it so and you gotta think creatively the fact that you're doing it alone is really impressive because i think we kind of push each other you know Mm mm-hmm and I don't, sure. Yeah, I don't think I would be able to do this alone. I'm running this out of my parents' house. I tell you, some of the stuff, like, there are times where I'm having a hard time and my mom is there. Some of my friends, some of my friends that I don't even think are supporting the page are on it. They're telling me, they're sharing things, they're asking Good. me questions. Yeah, I. that's one thing that I feared, that I have this whole community of people that really resonate with it but then how are the people in my personal life feeling about it have you guys felt that way too with with the with with the brand um i would say you're saying how you have more people you more support towards like people that you don't know versus people you know yeah have you felt that initially i i can't say now because i don't know what the what's going on now with you guys but when you started out and when things were kind of taking off did you have that voice in the back of your head of that i may have all these people that i don't know supporting this page but how would i feel if people in my personal life weren't feeling the same way as these people that i don't know i don't know how to answer your question yeah let's take a pause (laughs) The people like in our personal lives weren't vibing with the page. I don't know. We're like worrying if they will or won't. I I mean I felt that with especially with my Jewish friends because their opinion is just it's one thing to have non non Jewish people resonating with the page, but to have Jewish people resonating or not resonating with it resonating it with me that hits more. Oh, that's a fair point. I don't know if we have many people who aren't Jewish that listen, <laughs> um, but, but I would say I think the people we don't know that follow us and message us obviously hits more and pushes us to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our friends are like, ah, okay, great, another episode. Like, I, They definitely support us, but I don't think they're listening as actively as people yeah. who who don't know our brand. Um, yeah. 
No, but I actually think that we like more people like outside of our personal lives that we don't know listen more. Yeah. Like I'm surprised when my friends listen, honestly. I'm like, oh, thanks. (laughs) Exactly. It's like the messages from from the people that are watching, if you're listening or uh, watching the video, the visual, it's, I don't think people understand how much it means when they compliment something. If they, it's not even warranted. Like they just kind of message it. They say, Hey, I want you to know that what you're doing is great. That just, because you know that they're not doing, they're not doing it to like appease you. They're doing it because they mean it. Yeah. We have one like fan follower who always comments and loves everything we have and i'm like abby she commented again we love it we get so excited (laughs) or just like random people like sometimes like random cute guys that like know Uh us and like we were at uh -hmm. an event a few weeks ago and he's like you guys are two coach girls i'm like oh my god you're cute (laughs) like yes we are (laughs) you listen oh my god love you <laughs> it's funny because that happened with the guy that I'm going out on a date with tonight. He he was like, well he because I oh my gosh, how did he even did I send him my page? Did he follow my page? I have no idea, but he was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm talking to hot Jewish energy." And I was like, was that his not, opener? No, not his opener, like <laughs> later on, but when he said that, I was like it was like kind of like that imposter syndrome that we were talking about before, but of like, wait, I guess so. That's, like, that's- yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm just like a person. I'm chill. Nothing big deal. Not at all. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. It feels I, good. It does feel good. It it I'm sure it gives you that sense of validation that you need. Yeah, it makes us feel like, wow, we should make this bigger. We should do more. Yeah. It really, every time someone will say something, we, Abby and I will just talk about like what we should do, how we should grow. Um, and even with this convert, with us speaking today, we were also like, oh, let's have a, like a business meeting after this. So, um, yeah. The bond that you guys have, it really, it motivates me to want to find someone that has that same passion because I don't know if it's just going to be me forever. I mean, I'd love it because I'm an Aries as <laughs> Abby, you're an Aries. Yes. Um, yes. it's, it's debated because apparently I thought I was an Aries up until this year. And then my friend told me I was born at a certain time on April 19th. That makes me a Taurus, but I've identified as an Aries my whole life. So, uh-huh. so now I just say, Aries Taurus Cusper because I don't know what to do with that information <laughs> I like had a panic attack I was like I can't talk to you for a week because I've been in Aries my whole life <laughs> identity crisis yeah literally yeah. yeah uh I'm sure you feel that sense of that I I want to do everything on my own because I know it's going to be done the right way and I feel and I have trust issues do you feel that too in a way sometimes um Maybe with with the social media. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, like, I'm the one that's usually posting. And then when Jory does a post, I'm like, I, like, check it out. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Or she's, like, take it down. I was like, does everything (laughs) look good or, like, the way I want it to look? But, like, with the podcast, I would say, like, I don't know, we're flexible off, like, working off each other's ideas. Mm -hmm. And, like, like I said, like, I think, um, like, I'm happy to be working on this project with someone. And, like, like, if doing an individual podcast isn't working for you, I hope you find that special someone you could take it on with it's Mm -hmm. nice to go back and forth off of each other for sure um Mm -hmm. i'm also very much like you i i like you're a libra yep yes (laughs) i want to do everything right everything perfect everything needs to be done so i don't you don't actually i do some social media i do some so no no you are i'm saying i do some social media a little bit so that happens but you don't really tap into like the editing so much and stuff like that so Mm we are just like very organized in what we have to do. And we, we do that. Um, well, but it's good that you guys balance each other and one person's yeah. not taking on more than the other, because that's how that I got to find that balance. It's really it's, tough. Yeah, it is really tough. It's, it's, I mean, it's not easy. Sometimes yeah. we don't get mad. We never get, we, we never think fight. So. No. Yeah. Not about the podcast. Not about the podcast. I'll be like, we'll be on each other about timing. Like, oh, you have to like make sure you're here for this time. It was really hard because in the beginning, 
Because um, of the time difference, because I was living in Israel. Mm-hmm. So Abby was in Israel, Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, mm-hmm. both. Yeah. I was in Upper West Side. And so, like, it was really hard to coordinate and organize schedules or – I don't know. Just- also, like, it wouldn't just be us. You would also be a guest. Okay. So, <laughs> and timing yeah, and so just making sure mess. we're both available. Yeah. And, like, what if we're, like, out the night before and then we feel sick the next day? Like, not wanting to cancel on each other. Um, yeah, that's definitely happening. <laughs> or we do cancel each other. The one of us gets angry. But it's fine. <laughs> I did not know she has been angry at me, I guess. <laughs> no, I did not realize. I'm all coming out now. You're, like, an old married couple. <laughs> we, we, we are. Like we actually yeah. are. I think uh, we're going on ten years soon. We've known each other since twenty fourteen. Yeah, that's it's almost a decade. Yay! That's me with one of my friends. I've known her since we went to camp together. I was thirteen, and we're coming up on ten years. And it just feels so weird because it feels like we just met. I know. I'm sure that that's how it feels right, with you yeah. guys too. It's also yeah. It's also great when it's kind. Of, and I don't feel like we're we're not dating, but it's also cool we're when. Not. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all, it's also cool when you're friends with someone for so long and you still just like have so much fun with that person and like you don't get bored of them or they don't like annoy like I don't you know what I mean because sometimes you have friendships and they like change and you're over it <laughs> yeah that's I'm definitely feeling that with some people now people that yeah. I've been yeah when you get older you realize who you're like what you need, what you want, and how X, Y, and Z yeah. is not supporting you and is not there for yeah. you. And you have to really put yourself first. And I think just in general, we've both done that a lot yeah. recently yeah. with people. Um, <laughs> <tip>. It's tough. <laughs> it's really, really tough. Because yeah. I, I definitely, I have that sense of fear of what's going to happen after this. Like yeah. if I'm not talking with this person anymore, if I'm not if I'm not telling them big news anymore. And you don't want to let them down because you know they like count on you a little bit too. Um, it's And you guys are going through some shit right now. Yeah, we, we're, both, we're both like in our feels and going through the same thing. <laughs> so you guys talked about how you met at YU. What drew you to each other? What, what are the things that made you want to be friends? <laughs> I think I think Jory kind of like chased me a little bit as a friend. Like, is that okay for me to say? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Girl, this is unfiltered. No, Do for it. sure. It's totally, it's great. So <laughs> we were in the first day of like going into the dorms, first year of college. We were like right next to each other in line to go into the dorms, mm-hmm. signing up and stuff like that. And I don't know. I heard her talking. I felt like we, I don't know. We just like talked about something random. She was in Israel doing like a program. I was in Israel doing a program, different but similar programs. And then she was cool and she was like wearing pants or shorts. And like Stern is like, it's Yeshiva University. It's it's modern Orthodox. And I was so nervous that I wasn't going to have people that would also like wear pants and like be chill. Like I bought all these long skirts because I thought that's what the school was about. And then I realized, no, like there's chill modern Orthodox yeah. Jews. And I like thought it was so cool because it was so new to me. So then I kind of was like, you're cool. I'm cool. Let's be best friends. And then I like got her number and then like yeah. we were like, let's go out in the yeah. city. And then – because we were down for boys, we were down for partying, we were down for just doing everything. Yeah, we had a lot of the same interests. We we wanted to go out and explore New York City. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm from Long Island, but I didn't experience New York like that. Like you know, like Stern is in Midtown. So like, and yeah, we were just down for the same things. We ran for student council together. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we did everything together. <laughs> like literally. I think our first Purim together, it's my favorite holiday. I think we dressed up as the pink ladies. Pink ladies. Um, we've done Spice, Spice Girls. Girls. <laughs> We've done – what was the most recent one? Oh, we did Clueless this poem. I was Sharon. She was Dion. Yeah. Oh, Going back sweet. to – Yeah, 90s movies, 90s and 2000s movies that I love. Um, yeah. Yeah. My, but, that's what drew us to each other? My obsession with her? Being yeah. cool and wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we were it was summer. Okay. <laughs> if we're going to take anything away from this episode, being cool and wearing shorts is the way to go. <laughs> yeah do definitely it. and just it's like for sure and 
I don't know, just like no judgments and realizing modern orthodoxy and religion or even not having titles. Just everyone is so different and personalized when it comes to religion. And that was something I never realized. Uh, I thought it was so black and white. And it's definitely some people are black and white, but like it's it's not that it's it's not like that. And um, that's why I think. Yeah, we yeah. both don't really. Well, I, I say that, we don't fit in the box, but you yeah. like being Dati light. <laughs> I like being Dati <laughs> Um, But I think that's what also stirred, and like, there were, like, everyone was Jewish, so from that sense, but like, mm. it was a very, like, diverse group of girls. Like, so many different types of girls went there from, like, all over the country and, like, all around the world, too. So that's also what was cool about it. I love that story. That's the story that you're going to tell your grandkids. <laughs> Thank it you. It has to be when you're like, old jewish women in the 65 and up facility yeah. living next <laughs> door to each other village in florida i in see that florida playing rummy queue or if i can convince dory to move to israel i've been working on honey. we make money i'm moving to israel okay. but I, it's too expensive out yeah. there retirement in israel okay yeah retirement but on the but on the beach in a nice secluded like like we're not rough i'm not roughing it okay. i'm not <laughs> I like no. roughing it now. I'm not going to be roughing it in my like 80s. Like that's not my plan. I hope I have a good. I hope I have a good like. Well, 401k girl. 401k. Yeah. You got to get on that. Both of you are recruiters. You have this yeah. Yeah. similar jobs. If I'm if I'm not wrong. Yeah, but me, it was it was very recent. Um, like I was an English lit major in college, and um, I thought professionally I was always going to be a writer. Um, and I love writing. I what I did before I worked at a media company and I was a content manager for um, mm. for a dating brand, which was really fun. Um, but it's not um, it's called Cheesecake. Do you so we're not as well known Cheesecake with a Z, but there's also a cat brand that's been around for a decade. It's I can has cheeseburger. I've never heard of it. Have you heard? It's yeah. called Cheeseburger. Sounds crazy. People know look it, it up. Look it up, and uh, you, you'll see it. Um, anyway, I love that. I love my coworkers. I love my boss. But as we know, writers don't make that much money. And um, so, and my sister is also a recruiter, and she loves it. Joy loves it. They've been doing it both like for a couple of years now. Um, and you know, they just kept talking about how much they loved it and how much money you could bring in. So that's really what drew me to recruiting. I'm not as seasoned as Jory. I've been doing it for three and a half months now. I was in a training program. I just graduated. Um, So yeah, so Jory's been doing it for a little longer than me. So it just kind of happens to be that I fell into it recently. Yes, we're both recruiters, but uh, I've been doing it for like two, I've been doing it for like, I was in HR and then now I'm in recruitment. So like five years or so. Um, But we both work for staffing agencies, but different different ones i do admin and hr i do accounting and finance so also very different um very different but i think we're both such people per people 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 people. um so that's why i think it works for both of us because i love speaking with people and helping with people and abby's the exact same way so Mm -hmm. that's really what got us excited and we're jews and we love money so like (laughs) So disclaimer, we're not making stereotypes here. We're just joking around. Making jokes for (laughs) making jokes. You know, you know what I mean? Like, we just have to make it clear because there are crazy people out there. They're going to like take the quote out of context. Okay. I can go like, this girl said this on Haunted Vision. But we both, okay, we're going to go back. (laughs) And we both love making money. So that's why we're (laughs) um and it's it's a fun lifestyle so it's it's so funny that she does it too like we Uh, it's it's fun yeah we should talk about it more together we don't yeah (laughs) no because it's new it's very new to me no but that's good because jory is so is so well versed in it that you have someone that you can go to i have her i have my sister i have a whole team mm -hmm. of people yeah that's Do you feel that what you do as your full-time gig in recruiting, does it translate at all into two coach girls? Well, we haven't had an episode of me as a recruiter yet. We have So, like, we definitely talked about our jobs. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know, as you can see, our last episode was, like, came out last year. So mm-hmm. there's no update, like, on that front. Um, but to make I think we would talk about we talked about work on like previous episodes. Um, I don't think it does. I feel like 
helps us with conversation probably better because we're people, pe- like persons, yeah. people, people, whatever. But um, like I think it helps us with conversation and being able to maybe to like think on our feet and, and um, be creative. But not so, so much, honestly. I mean, we both have very different experiences with work. I don't know if you want to get into it. But like my – I'm like the one of the only Jews at my office um, oh, and wow. I'm like – yeah, but it's it's fine. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like the token Jew, but kind of like underrated the token Jew. But I love it, though, because I get to explain what Judaism is um, and you know, what we do, why I'm taking off this for this holiday, talking about kosher. And, like, and I'm glad you, know, you enjoy doing that because some people yeah. some people gatekeep it. I don't get it. I mean, I know some some it they don't want to talk about it. They say, oh, just look it up in a book. But it's not the same as hearing it from someone who's actually practicing it. I agree for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just so, I'm so proud of uh-huh. us as Jews and who we are. So I, I have no problem sharing things. And maybe I feel a little bad sometimes on the holidays I have to take off. And it's like awkward. Oh God, so many holidays. It like sounds like we made up some of them. So <laughs> I know. I have to like write Shavuot. What do we do at Shavuot? Torah. Know. Give it like yeah. we get the Torah or get something the, with the, the Torah. Tabernacle, and I like I explain it what it is. Um, <laughs> but I like it. Um, uh-huh. So that's like a little thing that's different. Um, and I actually just recruited someone to work at Atrium, my, my company from um, what you should be university. So she's also Orthodox. So we're I'm bringing them in. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's good. There are Jews at, there are Jews at my firm, but I believe I'm the only Orthodox Jew. Like, okay. like when I told my manager, she's like, oh, you're Jewish, Jewish. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you're not Jewish. Yeah. You're Jew. Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> I am Jew. <laughs> so the podcast, is there any update on it? Will it be coming back? Is it going to stay as is? Ooh, good question. Do I get the do I get the scoop? Do we get the tea? Do we get the tea? Okay. Exclusive. Exclusive. Um I so right now, um, it was it was so we kind of ended season two in June just because um we were gonna do a break. Yeah. And it was really hard with the time difference. It was really hard with the time difference and it was just not working. And then Abby moved back it, like two months ago. Yeah. And so now I think this summer we are going to start yes. it back up. Um it just it's doing a podcast to make it perfect, to make it great, it takes time and it's kind of like a it's not a full-time job. But it can be a full-time job. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. And our jobs also take a lot of time. So we're like, yeah. and then we want to live and we want to yeah. date because we're both beautifully single. Hot Jewish women. Yeah. Yes. Single so and ready to mingle. Yeah, we are always. so ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we have a lot going on, but I think we both really do want to bring it back this summer. Yeah. So that's the goal. Um, and so it's gonna, tentative. It's tentative. It's tentative. We don't have a date yet, plan. but we're talking about it. We've been talking about it since she's come back on when we're going to start. I think summer would be a good time. Yeah. That's really exciting for yeah. everyone that's watching. You heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. When, scoop. Hold us yeah. to it. <laughs> when this episode comes out, you guys may potentially be filming, which is really cool. Oh, cool. And your and Jory, I think your birthday would be coming up. Your birthday is in August, right? October. Very close. Very oh, wait. close. I mi- wait, I mix up Leo and Libra. I'm weird. No, I mean, I don't know when Leo is. So now it's in August. Now I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. So I scratch that. It won't be near her birthday, but you can still wish her a happy birthday. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna do the whole shebang in October. But um I think that's it. Is there I anything know. else that you guys want to talk about? Anything you want me to ask you? Any tidbits? I mean Um yeah, I guess I where to find us. Oh yeah. Yeah, please plug yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, and make so, make sure you make sure you spell it out for audio only people so that they can spell it correctly. Sure. So you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, that's Two Coast Girls, and then also on Instagram at T W O K O S H G I R L S. Yes, and at Jay Hala for personal. Oh, personal, or we're doing personal. Okay, that's uh, at Whatever Abby. You want. 
Abby, A-B-B-Y underscore Adler, A-D-L-E-R. Yes. Thanks so much for having Thank us. Thank you so much. It's, it's been so time. great. We've had the best time. Yeah, we're really, really happy to have you guys as officially my first guests. And I'm so honored. You guys know where to find me at Hot Jewish Energy on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. That's H-O-T-J-E-W-I-S-H-E-N-E-R-G-Y. That was a mouthful. All right. Uh, and you can find the rest of episodes for the Hot Jewish Podcast on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeart, iHeart Podcast, everywhere. I'm going to try making it as accessible as I can. Um and that is it. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And yay. Thank you. <laughs> Keep it kosh. Keep it kosh. Keep it kosh. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.